Lekote Sichas, Chelek Tezvav, Vayichi Hei, the Sicha begins on page 459. This is also the very last Sicha of this Krach, of Lekote Sichas. And with Tebish's help, we're going to learn the second Chelek of the Sicha with the Ha'aris. We're going to start from Sifhei. In Be'ikir, I'd like to focus on the Ha'aris here in the Sicha that discusses an Indian, which is not even brought up at all in the Pnim. There's the mocker of Rashi in Gemara, of this Rashi that we're about to learn here. And it's brought in Shas three times. Once in Mesech Rosh Hashanah, then in Mesech Seita, and then in uh, Chulun. And Rashi quotes the Sinyan over here in Parshas Vayechi, specifically from Mesech Rosh Hashanah. And the Rebbe wants to explain here in the Ha'aris why that is, and also contrasts it to the way Rashi quotes the same Maima Chazal, in Parshas Devarim. So, Be'ikir, the Rebbe discusses this subject in Ha'aris 44, 46, and 47. But along the way, maybe we'll learn other Ha'aris, and if this time, we'll go to the end of the Sicha. Okay, so the Rashi. What Rashi is the Rebbe talking about? In the Pasuk here, it says, this is Kapitel Nun Pasukei in Parshas Vayichi, Ovi Yishbiyani Leymar, Hine Anechi Meis Bekivri Asher Karisi Li, Veretz Kanan Shomatik Bereni. So when it says Yashar Karisi Li, what's Yosef saying? What did Yaakov say Yashar Karisi Li? So Rashi brings three pshatim. Kipshutai k'moiki yichre ish. Yaakov is saying that he dug the grave for himself. And Rashi brings the raya k'yichre ish. And this is explained in the first chelik of the sikhe that we're not going to learn today. Then Rashi says, Umedrashai oid misyashav alaloshin k'moi yashar kanisi. Karisi refers to a Kenyan. Yaakov is saying he acquired this uh, kever. And then Rashi says, Omer Abba Kiva, Kishahalachti lekrachi ayom, Hoyakoyrin lemechirakira. That this term, that Karisi or uh, Kira means an Indian of a sale, this is what Abba Kiva heard when he went to Krachi ayom, to big cities that were uh, at the coast of the, of the water. Vaid Medrashai, then Rashi adds that in Medrash it says, Lashin Kri, Dogur, which means that he made a pile. What's this pile? Shanotla Yaakov, Kokesav Azov, Shehevi, Mibes, Lovan. All the money that he brought from Lovan, he took it. Vasa Isakri. Vamal Esav, Tailzeh, Bishvil, Chalkacha, Bemaira. Okay, that's the Rashi. So we're starting today from Sifhei in the Sikha. And in Sifei, the Rebbe begins to discuss the second Pirish in Rashi, the Medrash, Medrashoi. And Rashi says regarding this Medrash that Mesiyashiv ala Loshen, that it fits into the Loshen of the Pasik, that Karisi means a Loshen of Kamoya Sher Kanisi. And specifically, the source that Rashi brings for this, what Rabbi Kiva says, What's, what's uh, gained in this second shot? If Rashi is bringing a second shot, it means that there's a certain mile in this pshat that the first pshat doesn't have. And Be'ekar, as I mentioned, what Rashi brings here from Omer Abba and Rashi is quoting this from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Let's begin inside the Sikha. The source Rashi brings, that Karisi means Kanisi, from Omer Abba Kiva, Kishalachti Chulahoyekoyer The is this Araya Lister. At first glance, this raya is actually a contradiction to the pshat. Rashi will do taichin karisi kanisi koifin. 
that Yaakov acquired this for himself. On Rabbi Kiva Zogd God, Askira meant Mechira, Farkoifen. That in Krache Ayam they would refer to Mechira as Kira, which means to sell. So it's the opposite of what Rashi is saying. So the beer and them, so the answer, the explanation for this is from the Maimir of Akiva, as Hoyakir and the Mechira Kira, meant Rashi to bring an Aichoche as Kirisi meant Nitlo Kachti, Nemen Stam. Nor Achilov und Shinni Rishos von der Geld von der Keach und der Karka Keve von Meicher, Adelahepech. The term Karisi means an exchange, a transaction. So in this case, it's an exchange of the Karka Keve and the money that was paid for it. But who the buyer and who the seller is in the word Karisi, it doesn't say. It just means an exchange. Undefar. Can Karisi mean and say Karisi and say Macharti? The term Karisi could mean both. It could mean that you're buying or it could mean that you're selling. There's a very interesting order here, 42 star, where the Rebbe, or first let's see what it says in the order 42. This explains Rashi and Dvarim. So you know what, let's first see this Rashi and Dvarim, since we're going to focus over here on this Rashi a little bit. What does it say in Rashi Dvarim? So this is in capital base Pasik Vav, where the Pasik says, Moshe is telling the Yidin that when they came to Eretz Edoim, Oichol Tishburu Meitom Bakesa Vachaltem, Vigamayim Tichru Meitom Bakesa Vushisisem. So you'll buy food and buy water from them to drink. So over here the Pasik uses the term Tichru. So Rashi says, Tichru Loshem Mekach. Vechein Asher Karisili. And Rashi brings from our Pasuk here in Vayichi, it says, Ashakarisili that Yaakov bought the cave in Maris HaMachpela. And then Rashi adds, Shekein Bekrachi Hayom Koyrin L'Mechira Kira. The same concept, seemingly, that in Krachi Hayom, Mechira is referred to as the term of Kira, and that's what Tichru over here means. Okay, so here, the Rebbe is pointing out now in Order 42, Apizem Muvangam Pirish Rashi B'Dvarim Shom Shekosav Loshen Mekach. The word mekach means a sale or a transaction. Stam. Chem ba'isheya, Rashi says it even in a more broader sense, loshen schayre, when there's schayre, meaning merchandise that's being sold or bought. Ve'ein madgeshu But Rashi does not say that it's buying because the term kire could be used in a transaction, whether selling or buying. So now, out of 42 star, the Rebbe adds over here, regarding this pshat, that it means to buy or to sell or a transaction. Now, the first pshat of Rashi here was that the word karisi means that Yaakov dug the grave. And then this is Malashin, uh, that it says, ki ish, when it comes to digging a boy. So here the Rebbe says that there's a connection in these two pirushim, that the term karisi that means a transaction, really, in the meaning of the word, it could mean to dig. Elamai, it's also being used in the context of a sale. Why is that? Because Asher Karisi Kipshutai, the first shot of Rashi, when you dig, what happens? When you're displacing the earth that was in the ground, and by this, you create two results. It creates a, a, a pit in the ground. And it also creates the pile of earth 
that's now on top of the ground. That's what happens when you dig. So what the Rebbe seems to be saying over here is that this, what happens when you dig, and this result is also the reason why it's used as a term for a sale. Because in every transaction, so what's happening is the pit, so to speak, the lack by the seller that he's losing or he's giving up his item, and the gain of the buyer that is receiving this, this item into his possession. Similar to what happens, Shnayim, when you are digging and create a pit in the ground and a pile of earth near it on the karka. Very interesting. So it comes out that the, the Loshen still means Karisi digging, but in Krache Ayam, they would use this term taken from that context of digging to the context of a sale. Okay, so the, the Rebbe is saying this here in the Ha'are to point out and to prove the point of the Pnim, that the term Karisi is not maybe a shorthanded term from Mechire, and maybe you would think that in Krachi Ayam, they basically dropped the Mem of Mechire and they just refer to it as Kire. If that would be the case, so then Kire just means Dafke selling. Elamai, no. The term Kire really comes from the term Karisi or Kiyichre, to dig. And over there, there's Shnayim. There's the, 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 the earth that's coming out of the pit or out of the ground and the earth that's on top. So too, the term Kire in the context of a sale can be used in both senses. It's a transaction where there's the buyer and the seller. Okay, now in Ara 43, the Rebbe adds, So there Rashi uses the term that Shever, when it says, I believe that's the Pasuk there. So Shever, Rashi says, it's, it means both. Both Mecher, to sell, and Kinyan, to acquire. So you see also that there's one word that means both. It's a transaction that includes both sides, both parties. Same thing over here with the term karisili or kira, that it means a transaction, both. Okay, let's continue back into the sikhah. So how does that fit over here into the context of the posik, asher karisili? The word li. This is one of the questions that the Rebbe says there's on the first pshat. When it says karisi li, and according to the first pshat, it means Yaakov dog is grave. Why does it have to say li? Karisi, I dog. So over here, in the second pshat, we understand why it has to add the word li. Karisi doesn't mean dafke, to acquire. An exchange of ownership. is given li. That over here, the term karisi means to acquire. That I, I bought for myself. To say it's kanisi. Mashenkin in Pirish Rashi, Vasabanutzich mit Loshen Kenisi is Ibrik Tzutzulegen, dem Vart Li. So it's, it's extra to add the word Li's, and the Pasik it says Li to clarify the term Kerisi, but Rashi spells it out that it means Kenisi. Undefar, can Rashi nit bringen die Reihe von der Psukim in Parshas Devarim und von Hoshea? Rashi does not bring proof that the term Kerisi means a sale from Parshas Devarim, the Pasuk that I just read before, Tichru, and also in Hoshea, there's a Pasuk that refers to uh, this kind of a term, Rabbi brought it before in Sifalef, in Hoshea it says, Ve'echro li kesef, which is a Pasuk that the Gemara brings in connection to this, and over there Ve'echro also means to acquire, Lister. from there there would be a mistake to translate it the opposite from what we're saying here. The Pasuk is Moisif, Tichrumitam, Bekesef. 
that the Tichru was specifically with Kesev, or Vachrali B'chamisha Asa Kesev, is mashma as Kriya Alein meant Nemen Alein, on Gavim Dufar. So you would think that maybe the word Kriya or Kira on its own means Dafke to take, meaning we're talking about the, the, the buyer. Right, so and, and then when it says over there, Bekesef, it's only because it adds Bekesef that you understand that there's an exchange going on. There's a transaction of an exchange here. But Rashi wants to bring a raya that the term Kira is used in, in a Stam Mekkah, in a, in a sale, in a transaction, and, and it, it, it includes in it both parties. It includes in it Sai the Meicher, Sai the Kaina, and therefore it could, it could mean, it could, it could go on both. And therefore, it explains why the here the pasuk has to add the word li when it says kirisi, since the word kirisi mitzad atzma could mean both. But over there in Dvarim and Eishay, when it adds kesef, you would think that kira has only the pirish of taking. So therefore, Rashi doesn't bring that as a source. Okay, now let's learn Ha'ara forty-four. Pia yuva. Based on what we're saying here in the sicha, we could understand Mashehevi Rashi Hamayme the Rosh Hashanah. Why is Rashi quoting the source, the Raya, that Karisi means a Lashen of a Kenyan from Rosh Hashanah? The Ramar Abakive, Kishalachti, Lekrache Ayam, Hoyukairin Chulu. So the quote is from Rabakive, the Rabbi brings here right away in the Shuli Agilian, that in Rosh Hashanah it says, Oma Rebbe. Betzarach Leimashal Rashi Girsa Cheres Begemare, Okuhuva, Bedukduki Seifrim Sham, that the Girsa here is not Rebbe, but Rabakive. So Rashi is quoting this from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, and not quoting the Gemara from Saita Sham. So this is a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah on Daf Chavav, and the Gemara in Saita on Daf Yud Gimel. Now what does it say in Saita? Maimer Rabbi Yechen and Mishum Rabbi Shimon ben Yehi Tzadok. So over there it says something very similar, and there it's Rabbi Yechen is speaking in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Yehi Tzadok. Ein kire chulu. So the, quote, the full quote over there of the Gemara in Saita is... So let's take a look for a second here in these two Gemaras in Rosh Hashanah and Saita before we go weiter in the Ha'ara so we get the full context of what's the difference in the way it's quoted in both of these Gemaras. So first in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, this is being brought in over here not because this is a Gemara that's discussing the story of the Kvura of Yaakov but the Gemara here is actually discussing the term Yoivl or Yoivla, how does that mean a Shoifer? Now the Gemara brings that in Krachi Ayam, or actually not Krachi Ayam, Kishal Arab Akiva says, Kishal Lachti La Arvia, Hoyekoyen Ledichri Yoivla. He's talking about different terms, the meaning of words that were heard in different places that explain what these words mean in the Torah. And amongst those words, it brings Amar Rabbi, or in the Gersa that Rashi holds, Amar Abakive, Keshalachti Lekrache Ayam, Hayekairin Lemechira Kira. And then the Gemara itself continues and spells out what do we gain from knowing this? That in Krache Ayam, Kira means Mechira, Lamai Nafkemine, Lefrushi Asher Karisili. This explains what the Pasik means here, Asher Karisili, that it means this Lashon of Mechira. That's the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so now two points. First of all, this Pasuk is coming to describe the meaning of words. And here this word that is a term used in Krachi Yam. Another detail is, it's not talking about the whole Kvura of Yaakov Bechla. Another thing, it does not say here a Lashen of the Ein Mechire Elo Lashen Kira. That this is the only meaning of the word. 
that Kira means only Mechira. It just says that then he went when he went to Krach Yom, so over there, how you the Mechira Kira, without the emphasis of Ein Kairin Ela. So another another thing over here. Uh, what else? There's, an, there's another diuk over here. How you kaira the mechira kira? Okay, we'll see if I missed any of the diukim. Maybe we'll see it as we go along in the Hara. And the Gemara in Saita. There is the story of Kvuras Yaakov. It says the whole Arich is the story. What happened when they brought the Aaron of Yaakov and Esav wasn't allowing him to be buried because he said that it's his place. And then it says that they told Esav that Yaakov bought it from you. Amrulei zivinta. I sold my Bechayra and therefore, so the second, the double portion that I should have gotten there, so that Chelek Yaakov Avinu got, and that's where Leah was buried. But Pshitusa Mizvini, did I sell the, the Chelek that, that is mine, not the second portion, but the first? In Yaakov said that Karisili. Well, what is Karisili? Ein kira elo loshen mechira. See here it uses the term ein kira elo. Very strong emphasis that it means mechira. Shekain bekrache ayam kira le mechira kira. Because in krache ayam they refer to kira as mechira. Yeah, that's the context over here. Now let's see a little bit what Rashi says here because the Rebbe is going to quote the Rashi in this Gemara as well. So Rashi here says that lechatchila they told Esav that Yaakov bought the kever zevinte kasher macharta bechira. When Yaakov, or when Esau, that is, sold the Bechayre to Yaakov, the story in Parshish uh, told us, when he bought for a Nezid Adoshin, for a lentil soup, he sold his whole Bechayre, along with the sale of the Bechayre, comes along the double portion of the Kever. And then Esau said, I, I sold the Bechayre, but I did not sell the, 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 the main portion, the Pshitusa that I, that I have. And then they tell him, Amalei in, Sirashi says, Pshitusach nami zavanto, chalkacho b'marazul gamri. You sold your portion here in this cave completely. Shekach hama avinu b'shas misa, asher karisi li, ve'en kira elo loshen mechira. Kemoi, and Rashi continues, Rashi does not bring the raya that the Gemara brings, because krache ayam. Kemoi ve'echer li b'chamisha osa kesef. Rashi brings a different pasuk, this is the pasuk of Esheya, where there ve'echer li b'chamisha osa kesef means to acquire. Okay, which the Masha explains why Rashi brings the Raya from the Pasik and not the Raya that the Gemara says. And we'll see soon the Rebbe quotes this Masha as well. Oh, so another detail actually I remembered now that the Rebbe will speak about the difference between the Gemara Rosh Hashanah and the Gemara in Saita is that in Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Kiva says, Keshahalachti. When I went to Krachi Yayim, I heard this term that Mechira is referred to as Kira. Over here, in the Gemara, when Rabbi Yechina says this, Mishum Rabbi Shimon ben Yitzadak, he doesn't say, Keshahalachti, he just says, Shekein b'krache yam kairan l'mechira kira. It's another diuk. All these diyukim manikeya, as we'll see in the Ha'aris. Now there's a third Gemara in Chulin, that also brings this term of kira. Over there, it says, Ein mechira el aloshin kira. And the Rebbe quotes this also here, in, later in the Ha'aris. And it brings our Pasik. The source is because it says over here, Bekivri Asher Karisili. That's the source that the term Kira means Mechira. And in the Gemara in Chulin, it doesn't bring Bechlal, the source, from Krachiyayam. Rabbi Akiva or Rabbi Yechenen that uh, said that they heard this term, Bekrachiyayam. Okay, those are the three Gemaras. Now let's turn to Hara Bifnim. So the Rabbi over here 
He's pointing out that in our Rashi, the way Rashi quotes it, it's clear that he's quoting it from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, which is the Lashon there, And Rashi does not bring from the Gemara in Saita. Okay, continuing in the other inside where we were holding, Gemara 44, In Pashas Dvarim, so Rashi says the Lashon, which is the Lashon that it says in the Gemara in, uh, in, in the Emesis, this is the Lashon that it says in the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Rashi does not quote the Lashon of the Gemara in Saita, where it uses a stronger term, but, but on the other hand though, Rashi does not bring the whole Hagdome of Rapakivis said, Kishahalachti Lakrachi Hayam, Hayakiran, Rashi just quotes Bekitzer. Shekain Bekrachi Hayam, Kiran Lemechira Kira, which seems to be a Kitzer of the statement of Rabakiva without the Pratim, meaning that the context and the Pratim, the way it's said in the Gemara Saita, is not relevant for the Pshat of Rashi in Devarim, but it is re- relevant for the Pshat of Rashi over here in Vayachi. So the, the question the Rebbe is asking over here is, why would Rashi quote this from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah and not the Gemara in Saita? The whole Sugi in Saita is discussing this matter. So the whole Arichas of the story regarding the burial of Yaakov and the fact that it was acquired from Esav. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, it's only here, just amongst many other terms, that the Gemara teaches, this is one of them. So why wouldn't Rashi bring from the Gemara in Saita, which is the Ikesugiya discussing this matter? So then the Shul Yagilian that Rebbe adds right away, Simply you would answer, Rashi is quoting from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, because Rosh Hashanah comes before Saita. It's in Mayid, before Saita, which is in Noshim. But it's not enough of an answer because in the modern Saita it discusses this subject, this Pasuk and this Indian of the, the Kvur of Yaakov, Mashenken and Rosh Hashanah. Okay, so the Rabbi here is going to give a few reasons of what Rashi is showing you in the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah. Key, the reason is, nice to follow Pashat. So number one, there's a simple thing, the Rosh Hashanah Messiah in the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara concludes and says the term, Lamai nafke mine. What's the relevance of knowing the, the meaning of the word kira that they would use in Krachi Ayam? Lefrushi Asher Karisili. It's to explain the word Karisili. So the Gemara is telling you Befeidish that this term is the Piddish of the word here. But in Saita it doesn't use this expression. Even though in the Gemara in Saita it also brings up. This and it explains Bekivri Asher Karisili and on this Vaomer Rabbi Yechon Mishum Rabbi Shimon Beit Tzadik and Kira Elash Mechira. But in the Gemara and Saita, it spells it out stronger. Lemai Nafkemina Lefrushi, that the fact that people in Krachayim refer to 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 Kira as as Mechira is negated to the Pshat of the Pasuk. So Rashi is quoting it from the Gemara and Shoshana where it's sort of more Mefurish. It's one thing, but besides this, Harei Aleph number one. You can't say that in Teireh, when it uses the term Kireh, it means only one thing, a sale or a transaction. Because in Krachei Ayam, 
they refer to kira as as mechira uh, as kira. This is not enough of reason to say that in teira, whenever it uses the term kira, it also means mechira. Yeah, and krachi ayam could be that over there the lashon of a sale was always only kira, but in teira the term kira could mean mechira like in krachi ayam, but it could also have a different pirish. In other words, so you can't you can't say al derech apshat that the lashon of teira is the same and exclusive the way it is in krachi ayam. That's why Rashi doesn't want to use the gemara's lashon of Saita, where it uses such a strong term, Ein Kira Ela, Lashem Echira, that the Teira, the term of Teira is exactly like Krachi Ayam. Beis, another point, and this is adding to this same point, but taking it a step further, Ein Loimar, Ein Kira Ela Cholu, Shaharei Bekamem Ekaimis Pirusha Chafira. It's not only the fact that we're not coming to say that Lashem Teira and Lashem Krachi Ayam are the same, and it's, it's, it's the same terminology and the same exclusive expression, Teireh has different ways of expressing itself than Krachei Ayam. But over here specifically, regarding this word of Kira, so we know that the meaning of the word Kira means Chafira. It means to dig. It has a different Pirish. So in Teireh, Kira Befeirish could have two different Pirishim. Here itself, in this word Kira, according to the first Pshat, the word Kira means Chafira. And besides this, in the other eight, before, so you take a look back, in the other eight, the Rebbe said that it's possible to say that the second Pshat and Rashi here that says that Kira is Loshan Mechira is not arguing with the first Pshat and Rashi that says that it's a Loshan Chafira or Kiyichre Ish. Because Rashi, when he brings the second Pshat, says, Why does Rashi use such a term? So look in the other eight, the Rebbe says in the second paragraph of the other eight, it's not a second pshat that negates the first pshat that it means to dig. Rebbe is saying that this is a lashon of kira in the teira that could have both interpretations and it's adding. The oid of here means that it has both pirushim. So therefore Rashi doesn't want to quote the expression of the Gemara in Saita where it uses the term of Ein Kira Ela, that it only has one Pirish, because it has a second Pirish, and even here it has a second Pirish. Gimel, a third point, and this goes back to the point that, that's in the Pnim of the Sikha. Kavon is Rashi Khan Shushini Rishos. Rashi wants to prove that the term Kira does not mean specifically a Mechira, to sell, but it means the exchange of ownership. And this, you could explain and see it in the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, over there, even though the Gemara Rosh Hashanah does use the term Mechire. So it sounds like the Gemara is saying that Kira means only Mechire, to sell, and not the change of ownership, the transaction. But you could say there that the term Mechire includes both the entire transaction, the selling and the buying. The Gemara uses the term mechire, but it means the selling, the whole transaction, which includes the buying and the selling. So that in Rosh Hashanah, it's possible to say that's what the Gemara means. So Rashi is quoting from the Gemara Rosh Hashanah as a source for this Indian. And it's, it's relevant for the Pshutah Shemikre here, because this is how Rashi explains why the Pasuk has to add the word li after karisi. Since karisi itself just means a transaction, so the Pasuk has to say li that Yaakov is saying that I acquired it. That I, the, my my position in the transaction was as the buyer. 
מה שאין קיים בסייטה, שבהמשך, עם סייטה, it comes there in the discussion, the argument with Esav, what did Esav say, לפשיטוסי מזוויני, that I sell the portion that belongs to me, the Bechayda, the second portion I did, but the first, what belongs to me that I sell, so the Zavini there in the Gemara is talking about the Meicha, selling. Amalei, so they told Esav, in, you sold it. So in the context of the conversation, it sounds like the Gemara is saying that the term Kira here means a sale, that none of words, is sold it. That Esav was asking, did I sell this? So when the Pasuk says, it means that it was sold by Esav Lee to Yaakov. It's a little bit, it's not smooth, obviously, in the Lashon of the Pasuk. But at least in the context of the conversation, the way it's brought up in the Gemara of Saita, Karisi means specifically a Mechira. So it doesn't fit with what Rashi is saying over here. So the point is again that over here, Rashi wants to bring you a Raya, that the term Karisi means a transaction, including both sides, the selling, selling and the buying. And also that this is a term that is not Dafka always related to a transaction, but it could have other Pirushim in the Taita, and even here it could mean Lashon Chafira, so therefore Rashi is quoting from Dafka from the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah that fits with the, the way Rashi brings it. But in Gemara and Saita, there the Piddush of Kire is much more specific. Dafke Mechire and not anything else. And Dafke Mechire as opposed to the Kenyan, as opposed to acquiring. Okay, here there's another point in the Shuli Agilian where the Rebbe brings up the Gemara and Chulin that brings this as well. This is also quoted in the Gemara and Chulin, Tzadik Beis Amad Aleph. V'sham, what does it say over there? Ein kira elo loshem mechira shenema bekivri asher karisi li. So the Gemara there teaches that kira means mechira, and the source is not from what we know from Krachi Yom, but the Gemara just brings our Pasuk, that's what it means over here. V'imkein muvon she'ein rashi meviyoy kan, so Rashi doesn't want to bring this as a source because Rashi is looking for a raya from another place besides this Pasik. In this Pasik Kufa, there's more than one way how to tie the term Kadisi. But Rashi wants to say that there's a source from another place to say that Kadisi means Allah of Mechire. So if Rashi would quote the Maimah of Rabbi Yechen and Mishum Rabshim ben Yitzadok, so then, Rabshim Yitzadik, the way he's quoted in Chulin, is not bringing any other source. He's saying this Pasuk is the source. So Rashi doesn't quote B'Shem Rab Yechenen because it looks like Rab Yechenen himself didn't need any other source. Rab Yechenen said that that's the title of here in this Pasuk. And Echanami in the Gemara and Saita, Rab Yechenen himself does bring another source from Krachia Yom. But the way Rab Yechenen says it in the Gemara and Chulin, he doesn't bring any other source. So Rashi doesn't want to quote it in B'Shem Rab Yechenen because, again, Rashi needs a source from another place. Now, in connection to this, what exactly is Rabbi Yechenen's source? That the term Kira, Karisi, means Mechire, whether we're learning it just in the title of this Pasuk itself, that's what Rashi Karisi Li means, or we're learning it from Krachei Ayam, so there's a marsha about this. And this is the marsha that addresses the Rashi that I read before in the Gemara in Saita. The Gemara says that he brought the source from Krachi Ayam. And Rashi says, Rashi ignores that, and Rashi brings a Pasuk in Aisheya, Kamai ve'echra li b'chamisha So how, why is Rashi doing this? 
So the Masha says, and let's take a look before in order 20, that was quoted over there, the Masha. So the Masha says in this, the Ikra Raya Humikrachiyayam. The Raya for the meaning of Kira, that it means Mechire, that you know from Krachiyayam, that's why it says so in the Gemara. Shouldn't think that this is an unusual word that you never find in Teireh. So Rashi is bringing you a source that you find in another place in Teireh, this word, that's brought in, in Hosea. So Rashi is bringing you the Pasuk in Hosea, not that that is the source, the source is from Krachia Yom. Okay, so the Rebbe over here seemingly is bringing this Chidusha Goddess Masha over here also, Benigeya to the Lashon of Rabbi Yechinen, whether the source is from Krachei Ayam or the source is from this Pasuk Asher Kerisili, that the MS, according to Rabbi Yechinen, the source is from the term the way it's used in Krachei Ayam. Elamai in Teire, the source is from the term Kerisili over here, or from the, the, the term uh, that it says in Hesheya. Okay. Going back into the Pnim of, this, of the Ha'ara here, uh, all of these diyukim, the way Rashi quotes this Indian specifically from the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, but all these diyukim are not negeya in Parshas Devarim, where there Rashi brings it bekitzer that Tichru is Lashon Mekach, and then Rashi says the Raya from Arpasik, Ashakarisili, and then Rashi brings Shekain Bekracha Yam Kerala Mechirakira. Doesn't say Abakiva said, Keshahalachti, Lekracha Yam. He's not medayik that you should know that he's quoting it specifically from Rosh Hashanah. So all those diyukim that we mentioned are not negeya in Rashi Dvarim. Why not? Mashenkim Dvarim, Aleph, E negeya, Amayimad Rosh Hashanah Davke, Shabal, Lefrushi, Asher Karisili. So it's not negeya, Davke, to quote from Rosh Hashanah, because as Rebbe pointed out, the Gemara Rosh Hashanah says that, that this is negeya to teach the word Asher Karisili. So... Over here, obviously, in Dvarim, we're not teaching the word Asher Karisili, we're teaching a different word, Tichru. And Beis, Eim Pirish Acher. Over here, in the term Tichru, there's only one way how to explain the term Tichru. Tichru means a Lashon of Mekkah. Unlike, over here in Vayichi, where Karisili could mean Chafira, or it could mean Amechira, as a transaction. So, So, therefore, if this is the only term that it means, we're looking to broaden the use of, and the pirish of this word, that in Krachei Ayam, they, they refer to it this way. We're not coming to minimize the pirish of this word, meaning over here, because the fact that Karisi means could be only one of the two pirushim in this word. So really, the shaydish of the word is to dig. That's the first pirish Rashi brought. And then it's also used in the context of a transaction. And the frat, according to what the Rebbe said before in the Hora 42 star, that the MS, the Shaydish of the word, just means Khafira, Elamai. It's also used in the context of, context of a transaction. That's uh, so over, over here. So the, the term Mechira here is one aspect of the Pirish of the word. But over there in Chumash Devarim, in Parshish Devarim, there's only one shot in the word. It means a Mechira, a transaction, a sale. So therefore, Rashi doesn't want to bring Keshahalachti, Pam, Lakrachayayam, Ayakayanachulu. Term Keshahalachti that it says in the Gemara of Rosh Hashanah is Mashma, that this one time when he went, that this even in Krachayayam Gufa, it's not necessarily the term that they always use there for the word Kira. 
So one time he went and he found and he heard that they use this term over here. In Dvarim though, since Tichru has one Pirish, Tichru means to buy, so Rashi wants to tell you that this is what this word means. In Krachayayam, not just one time they call it over there, they, they, you heard, they found it, they called it here this way. Okay, so here, there's another brackets here that the Rebbe adds, is this actually so? In, in Parshas Devarim, does Tichru Taka have only one Pirish? Lahari mitagam onkelis, ledvarim shon bereven eschois, Tichrun min hain. Now, what does the Tichrun min hain mean? So the, the, the Tichru, the Taka onkelis says Tichru. Fizei eshleimar, the beginning of the Pasuk says that Moshe Rabbeinu says, You'll buy food from them. And on the word Tishburu, the Targum says, You're going to buy Tishburun. When then when it says regarding the water, Here the Targum says, So he's switching. Maybe what the Pasuk is saying is that Moshe is telling the Eden, You'll buy food. And you'll also go into the territory of Edom and you'll dig wells. In this, when this term is used, it's Targamunkel is Vikaru. You know the Pasuk, Ish. So, how does the Targum touch the word Yichre, which means to dig? The Targum says Yichre. So, in Loshan Targum, the word Yichru means to dig. So the Pashtus over here, when the Targum says, Tichron minhain, Tichron does not mean to buy, but Tichron means to dig. So how, why are we saying that when it says Tichron in Pashtus Devarim, it only has one Pirish, to buy. We see from the Targum that it also has a second Pirish, to dig wells for the water. She yichru amayim b'karka shalahem. And v'chein Pirish b'shachal ha-teira Devarim sham. The shachal ha-teira also says that the term Tichron over there means to dig wells. Av al the, the Pshat of the Shach there is completely Al-Darach He speaks over there about this Pasik in the context of Golos. He says this refers to the time of Golos when Eden are going to not have any land of their own and any of their own properties to have their own food. They're going to have to buy it from Edom. And even after they buy from Edom, they'll pay for it. It'll be confiscated from them. They'll have to pay for it again. And then he says the same also regarding the part of the Pasik where it says when you'll dig wells and it'll be taken away from you. So he touches the word over here Tichru to mean digging wells, but he's not he's not al chapshat. So the Rebbe says on this avul doichik godlhu. It's a very big doichik to say that tichru has a second pshat that it means to dig. The noise was the loshen meitam ena misyashiv al So then the word meitam doesn't fit. What does it mean tichru meitam? You'll dig from them. Meitam is mashma buying from them. If it's Tichru, it means you dig in their territory, in their karka, not from them. Even the fact that the Targum switches the Loshan from Tizbunun to Tichron is not a raya that the Targum means that the word Tichron means to dig. The Targum is switching, there's two terminologies in Aramaic to buying, and the reason Targum is switching is Shatargum Mishana, Kimishak Kosiv Mishana, Tishburu Vachkach Tichru. Just like the Pasik uses two terms for the sale. So too, the Targum also uses two terminologies, but they both mean a Indian of a, a Mechira. So the point that I want to say is that in Dvarim, there's only one Pirish, Loshem Mekach. Shenken over here in Vayichi has two different Pirushim to it. Okay, so this is Ha'ara 44, which is one Chalik of explaining why Rashi over here is Medayik in Vayichi to quote this Omer Abakive 
the way it's brought in Gemara Rosh Hashanah, not in Gemara Seita. There's a Hemshech Lidus Ara, as it's Mitsuyin here, at Eilek Haman Ara, 46 and 47, where that will explain in addition another Gishmak of Art in the Sinyan. Okay, let's continue in the Sikha. Now, this is the second Pshat of Rashi. Karisi Li means that Yaakov says he acquired this cave for himself. Fizev Lakta Bishver. Alev, the Kashe, the Leelsiv, Gimbal, the Mainaf, Kimina, the Tselna, this is the Keva Shakirisi, Lia Shakinisi, Durkhaifenim. What's the relevance over here of this? The Yaakov bought this. Was farach shivis mi yechedes licked in them, was kenisi as dosol ibitzagen parayin di vichtekeit from shomitik beneni. This whole thing over here is what Yosef is sending a message to tell paray how choshev this kever is for Yaakov. And that's why he adds the words that Yaakov said, asher karisi li. But if that means that he acquired it, why is that any chshivis that paray should say that he should go and be buried there? Farlozenzich. As we bought me gefind by two knees from the office, as they are given for God, grace is coming, that para is sicher wissen davon, and verstehen as richtige knees given by even kaze, as a dreche gadl. Maybe what's choshev about this transaction here, or this acquisition, is the fact that Yaakov paid a lot of money for this, and similar to the way it was by previously when Avram bought Maris HaMachpela. So you see already that the office paid a lot of money, so that you probably would understand also that Yaakov spent a lot of money on this kever, so daichik, it's not spelled out in the term karisili. And beis favos vert gezakte loshen kire, was main blois chiluf v'shinu rishos, und the far daf meisa zayin demvard karisili. Why is the term karisi used, which is an unusual term, and it doesn't mean specifically to buy or to sell, but it just means the exchange of ownership, and then you have to add the word li to say that Yaakov was on the side of the buyer. So that's what's missing over here in this second shot in Rashi. Rashi is bringing, he's not only bringing you a raya for the term mechire, that it could be kira means mechire, but Rashi is bringing you specifically the source that this is the terminology used in Krache Yayam, in the big cities at the coast. What does this mean? Krachem zen engreise misrestet. These are the coastal cities where they do big business. Where there's very big business transactions taking place. So we're not talking about buying little schmunzers or whatever it is, but we're talking about the big transactions. So therefore, this term karisili shows a chash of this cave is for Yaakov. It's tamasha kanisi chayetz bezet. The mitat yesek volta reis brengen dem gedel achshivus from dem cave by Yaakovin as eratzich mishtad legeven as the kinyan zolzayin in an oifin from karisi a starke kinyan vin krache ayam like those big major transactions that you do in krache ayam in these big cities. That's the kind of kinyan and that's the kind of payment that Yaakov gave for the transaction of this cave. That's why the term karisili is used. Sarashi is bringing krachiyayom, not just tamazaraya, but this describes the nature of this Kenyan. Okay, let's see what it says here. Okay, now let's go on one more paragraph in the Pnim and then we'll learn the Horus on this. Omitsadem ruft Rashi yondem pirish medroshay. So now this is why Rashi says that this pirish is only a medrish. Valder inyan, as der Kenyan from krachiyayom vert ongerufen kira. That, in, that it is a different type of sale. 
It's a different nature of a Kenyan, it's a major, major transaction, and therefore in Krachayom they refer to it with Kire, on Bavais the it's not just a plain sale of any item, but it's a very significant transaction. And this was the main point that Yesav was using to, to convince Paray, is not mikra. In the mikra, on the term karisi, which simply just means a sale, a sort of sale. So in Prashat Pshat, you don't see over here this detail of krachayayam, that it's a different nature of a sale, a very, very big transaction. That's what Rashi says, Midrashi. Okay, now out of 45, the Rabbi brings, Lahari Maharaya, Bibreshis Rabisham, the Pirish, Asher, Hechrati, Aleo, Bikivri, Asher, Lakachti, Li, Enksif, Kancholo. So over there, the Medish actually points out this question that the Rebbe asks in the Pnim that the Pasuk could have said, Kanisi, or this term here that it says in the order, Lakachti. It does not say Lakachti, it says specifically the term Kanisi. So this is a diak that the Medish points out already. Okay, order 46, here the Rebbe is going to add a very Gishmaka point, why Rashi quotes this Gemara of Krachi Ayam specifically from Rosh Hashanah and not from What's the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah talking about? Various different words that were heard in Krachi Ayam. Meaning, it's not stamma terminology that means it has a certain translation, has a certain meaning, and it was heard in Krachiyayam, but this is this is a Krachiyayam language. This is defining and describing things that happen in Krachiyayam. That's the sugi of Rosh Hashanah. The Gemara in Saita is actually talking about over here, about the Kvur of Yaakov. And it's bringing you a raya, the term Kerisi that Yaakov says, could mean Mechire, like we see in uh, the way it was in, in uh, Karachi Ayam. In other words, the term, in, according to the Gemara in Saita, this is the title of the word Kira. The title of the word Kira means Mechire. Where was this heard? In Karachi Ayam, we heard that they used this word. In the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, it's brought in a different context. In the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, it's brought to certain words that all over in the world, it doesn't mean this. It's not used in this context. That's not what it means. Like the Mashal, the term Yaival, the Gemara brings there. The Gemara brings other Lashaynis, Galmuda. This is not a term that's used anywhere in this Eifen. Dafke and Krachayayam, it was heard that they use it in this Eifen. So over here, there's a different Mashmas. Over here, it means... That Dafke and Krache Yom, they say Kira as Mechira, why Take? Why Take and Dafke and Krache Yom? Do we have a different terminology for the word Mechira? And they say Kira instead because the nature of the sale is different. As the Rebbe says in the Pneum of the Sicha, it's a different type of a sale. So it didn't stam say it's a sale, it was a, a major transaction. And that was a term used, Kira. So since Rashi is trying to prove over here that it's a different type of sale, so Rashi brings Dafka from the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah, where there it's not Stam bringing you a source that you find that the word Kira means Mechira, and maybe all over in the world it could be used that way, but it was heard in Krachi Ayam. But no, it's, it's there it's bringing you words that in, only in Krachi Ayam they refer to it in this way, and there's a reason for it. Because in Krachi Ayam, Things are done in a different eifin, and therefore dafke there they use the word of kira. Okay, so it's mamish bediok. 
Here, this this is mamish the the the, the punchline over here. Why Rashi brings dafke from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah. Besides all the details that the Rebbe said before in Ara forty four, but if you hear it's mamish negate to the teichen of the way Rashi wants to bring out what this word kira means. In the Gemara and Cholon, it doesn't bring up this whole Indian of Krachayayam. What does that prove to you? That the way Rabbi Yechenen understood the term Kira, to mean Mechire, it's not necessarily a language that describes something unique of Krachayayam. It's in Krachayayam is the place where this term is heard more often, or that, that's where they found out about this terminology. But it's not a Krachayayam concept. It's not... Vaharaya Rabbi Yechen himself in another place when he brings this in, he doesn't bring up Krachiyayam. Meaning, all over in the world, the term Mechire, a plain Mechire, is Kira. But Rabbi Kiva says, Kashalachti, when he went to Krachiyayam over there, they did things in a different way. The transactions were on a different farnam, on a different level. And over there, Kairan Mechire Kira. That's the Diyakir. In the Shuli Agilian, the Rebbe adds, Vaoid, another reason why it's necessary to emphasize this here. So what does Rashi say in Saitu regarding the sale of, of this caver? What they told Esau initially was, when you sold your Bechayra, along with the sale of the Bechayra, is also the Chalik of the Mara Samach of your Bechayra. What kind of a sale was the sale of the Bechayra? A, a very, very cheap kind of a sale. Yaakov paid for this Nezid Adoshim, a lentil soup. This is the Radak and Sefer Asherashim, where he discusses various words found in Teira, and he discusses this word of Kira. So he says there in the end, La Pirish Tashar Kirisili, Winyan Kinyan, that a Kirisili means a Kinyan, what's the Kinyan? So the Radak there asks, that didn't Avrama acquire Morasamach Pela? Where do we find that Yaakov bought it? So in the Radak it's Mashma, that this is going not only on the Chalik of the Bechaira, but the whole chalik, including the chalik of Esau, of the pshitusa, was also bought for nezid adoshim. If that's the case, then then it would be it would mean that this is not a king of at all. So the Gemara in Saita, where it's discussing with Esau the argument that they had with Esau over there, there's no reason to emphasize Bechlal, that this was a chashiv kinyan. So in the, as far as the Pshat and the Gemara and Sait is concerned, Adarabe, over there, they're telling Esau, what do you mean? You didn't, in a way, over there, they're coming to prove to Esau how l- less Choshev this place, this cave it is for him. It's so not Choshev to you, you were ready to sell it for nothing. You sold it for an Ezid Adosh, and why all of a sudden now are you being so stubborn and want to be buried over there? Mashenken over here in Parshas Vayichi, where it's the message Yosef is relating to Pari to allow him to take Yaakov to this cave, we're trying to make the exact opposite point. How hush of this sale was, how, how much Yaakov paid for it, that really Yaakov Avinu paid the, the highest price for it, and it was a different nature of a sale. It was a sale of Krachi Ayam. So this only adds to, to the point of here that there's two opposite sugyas over here that are bringing out two opposite points, one with the conversation with Esau and the other when, in the message that Esau is relating to, uh, to Pare. Very geschmack. So we see over here why Rashi brings Dafka from the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah and Dafka not from the whole sugya in Saita, although it would seem that Dafka the Gemara in Saita is discussing this very story, this very Indian over here. Okay, let's continue weiter over here in the Sikha. Siv Zayin. So here, Rebbe will explain the Hemshech of the Rashi, where Rashi brings another point here from the Medrash. 
The Pirish is Abishvah Mitzadim Teichen Adibu from Asha Karisili. So this Pirish Rashi brings is still not understood. But Sof Sof Verte Mit, Vas Yaakov had gemacht a king from Kira, Nachnit Oiskidrik, the Greuse, Stadus from Yaakov to Bakumidem Kever, still doesn't express the great effort Yaakov made to get this Kever. And Bemelo Eichnit can Greuse Shivis in them. For him, Yedazach, was Hotner Epesach Shivis, Kaift Menes, a king Choshev. Anything that has chshivus, and we're not talking over here about buying some some item, some some piece of metal. We're talking over here about buying a piece of property. Any any real estate transaction over here, we're talking about a plot, a caver. It obviously is something which is a more of a chshivus sale. So the fact that Yosef is emphasizing karisi li that this is not some kind of a plain sale, but this is a chshivus sale on the level of krachiyayam, doesn't yet necessarily show the great effort and investment of Yaakov here. The river is Rashi Meisiv, Vaoid Medrashi Loshin Krichulu, Shanato Yaakov Kol Kesev Ezov Shehevi Mibes Lavanchulu. As thus was their Pasik roofed on, their king with Naman Kerisi is not so undated, and a starken king in Kanal, nor the mid is the Tere Merames, as Yaakov had for them Keva, a weggegeben, and ganzen Kesev Ezov Shehevi Chulu. Was thus beweist, a wie viel das is Chove, wie Joker by Yaakovin, Veta Philippadeit, lieb dem Maskim sein, as Shomatik Pereni. So that's why Rashi has to add the continuation here of the kri, the pile of money that Yaakov took, all the kesavas of shehevi mi beis lavan, in order to acquire this kaver for himself. So here let's learn the ha'aris. The Rebbe will explain the additional details that Rashi says over here, that Yaakov took the kesavas of that he brought mi beis lavan. Why is that diak of beis lavan again over here? Okay. There was a Ha'ara, Ha'ara 47 that I skipped from before, which is Negea to the Sugya before regarding the Rashi here versus the Rashi in Devarim. Okay, it's a point, uh, it's a, okay, it's a, a shlemus of that Indian, but okay, you'll have to look at it yourself to see the Pshat in Ha'ara 47. But we're going to continue here to Ha'ara 48. Rega Maskeladovit Khan, the Maskeladovit makes this point as well, that Rashi is bringing about this pile of money in order to show how Choshev this is to Yaakov. So here the Rebbe adds the Pshat in Beis Lovan. This is the money he brought from Lovan. The simple reason why Rashi adds this because if you learn Parshish Vayetze, you know that what he brought from Beis Lovan was a huge amount of cattle and sheep and, and uh, possessions. So that shows you how much he gave away for the caver. But there's another point there. Yosef wants to point out to Paroi that Ma'aras HaMachpela is an Eretz Yisrael. And Yaakov wants to be buried specifically in this place, in Ma'aras HaMachpela, and in Eretz Yisrael. Shakol kesef shehevi michutz la'aretz, nosan b'shvulze. Kipirish Rashi v'yigash memvav vav. So Rashi is pointing out that Yaakov Avinu had a lot of possessions. But those possessions are all what he has with him from Chutzlaretz. But what's Chashif to him? A place in Eretz Yisrael. He's ready to give up all the money that he has from Chutzlaretz for this caver in Eretz Yisrael. And that brings out the Chashivis of this caver, that it's a caver in Eretz Yisrael. This is another, another aspect of the Chashivis of the caver for Yaakov Avinu. Okay, so if you look in Rashi, in Vayigash Memvavav, so over there the Pasuk says, over there it says that when, they, when Yaakov was going down to Mitzrayim, so they took all of the possessions from Eretz Kenan. So Rashi says, 
all of his possessions that came from love and from Padma Maron, Hakon Nasan Leisov, Vishulchalke Bamarasamach Pela, and Oma Nichse Chutzla Oretz Enon Kedaili. I don't need this money of Chutzlaretz. Vzeo Shakarisi Li, Hamadlet Sibun Shazov, a Kasav Kimin Kriv, Amulet Toilaselo. So you see clearly here in this Rashi that the point is that this is also an Indian of possessions of Chutzlaretz versus a plot of land in Eretz Yisrael. And that's an additional union of chashivas here. Oh, here the Rebbe says another gishmaka thing in the parentheses. This is also another point that Yosef is excusing for Paray, the fact that he's taking Yaakov to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. Paray shouldn't think to himself that the reason why he doesn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim is because of something negative about Mitzrayim, which may have in fact been a, a factor. I mean, there's the, the Rashi that says that he, doesn't want, he didn't want to be in Mitzrayim because of him becoming an Avedizara in Mitzrayim or other details about Mitzrayim, the Makkah of Kinim and so on. But he's telling over here, Paroi, that the main reason why He's taking Yaakov to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. It's not because of the Shlila, because of what's negative about Mitzrayim, but rather, We see that this is a Maila that Yaakov had in, in the Chavivis of Eretz Yisrael over any area in Chutz Laretz, including Padan Aram. Whatever possessions and connection he had to Padan Aram, he gave it all up for Eretz Yisrael. So it's not dafke the chesaron of Mitzrayim, but it's a chesaron of Chutzlar, it's versus the great Maila of Eretz Yisrael. So it's beikah the Maila of Eretz Yisrael. So this is another point that Rashi adds us in, base love on. Again, this is all Yosef trying to convince Padre to allow him to take Yak to be buried in Eretz Yisrael. So you have over here the term Ashek Kerisi. It means chafarti. It also means that he acquired it. And he acquired it in a krache ayam oifin, a major transaction. And also a pile of money. All of his money from Chutzlaretz he gave up, which was a tremendous amount of money. And also that Yaakov loves Eretz Yisrael, and therefore this is very chashev to Yaakov. And Paris shouldn't be offended that there's a certain chassar in the Mitzrayim. This is not going to look bad for everybody. Look, Yaakov Avinu, the great figure that passed away in that time period, people are going to say that he's not interested in being in Mitzrayim. It's going to reflect very badly on Mitzrayim. No, Paris could explain everybody. Yaakov has a, feels a special connection to Eretz Yisrael. It's not going to reflect badly on Mitzrayim. Out of 49, so how did Pari take all of this? And the next Pasek it says that Yaakov, that Pari let Yosef bury Yaakov in Eretz Yisrael. So what does it say over there? That Pari let him take him because of the Shavuah. And Rashi there says, If not for the Shvua, I wouldn't allow you to take your father up. After all of this, Pari did not accept this explanation, and he pushed out no choice. Because of the Shvua, he allowed Yosef to take Pari out of Mitzrayim. This is our Pari. Let's go back into the Pneum of the Sikhe. That the word kerisi means kri, a pile, is in ganzen an inyan von drash. It's a drash, it's not, it doesn't fit into the actual, it's not misyashavala loshen in the word kerisi. Okay, let's go weiter. Und wie bald as die pirushen, kamaya shakenisi loshen kri is medrashe. 
The Reber is their Pirish Harishim Ve'ekri Kimoike Yichresh. So the Reber wraps it all together. Now coming back to the beginning of the Rashi, the first Prat Rashi brings is Ki Yichresh, to dig. Because their Pirish is Pshutai. It means literal. Sayin Loshon HaKosov, Das is the Pirish HaPashat from Karisi. Sayin Toichon HaKosov. Val Das Bavais Toichon Goidel HaYoyker Vachvivis Fun Dem Keve Bayakivin Aratz Chavzeifel Meshtadl Given Bezeh Biz that he dug the grave for himself. So therefore, the term karisi is the first and main pshat that Rashi brings. But then the word of Shverkaitan that there is in this pshat, as the Rebbe pointed out already before in the Sikha, and therefore Rashi brings the other pshatim. Okay, so let's finish off this Indian and learn Ara 51. So now, based on the whole sikha here, let's see what it says in Targum. And you have what it says in Targum Unkelis regarding Asher Kerisi and what it says in Targum Yenison. So now we can say, Shlechem betargum Unkelis kosav de iskenesli. So the Targum Unkelis actually touches like the second shot of Rashi, or maybe it's read askenesli, that I bought for myself. Or betargum Yenison benesiel de chafodesli, that I dug for myself. Comes out, Targum Yenison is going with the first and seemingly more literal pshat than Targum Unkelis, which is going with the second pshat, which is not as literal. Targum Unkelis, usually Targum Unkelis goes more with this simple literal translation. doesn't go necessarily so literally in the word, explains more of the context of the postage. He also brings additional details from Chazal. So why here is it seem the opposite? Chafarti does not so fit, fit so well here in the Pasuk, even if in the word karisi itself it does fit, but it doesn't fit in the Lashem because tevas li. That was one of the main questions that I've asked on this pshat, that what's the word li doing here? If it means to dig, why does it add li? For me. That I bought for myself. So Pashat in the pshat of the two words together, karisi li, the Targum Munkelis is more literal. Like always, is explaining and emphasizing more the context or the, the content of what the Pasuk is saying here. That Yaakov is coming to, Yosef that is, is coming to emphasize how much Yaakov invested in this. So he touches digging, even though it doesn't fit with the word li so well. That shows to what extent it's special to him that he dug it. Still in his lifetime, he went himself and dug it. Just the fact that he paid for it, a transaction, he bought it, so it doesn't show necessarily that it's choshet. Where it brings this term, in Mishpatim it says, So what does it say? He uses these different terms over there. And the Rei Pirish Yenison Banal, there's a Pirish of a Pirish Yenison on Targum Yenison Benazil that explains what those words mean. So we see that when it comes to the term of uh, to dig, which is what it means over there, he uses this term of which is different than what it says over here, Chafaris. So on the Pirish Yenison over there in Parshish Teldis, he says, it's a very unusual term. What does this mean? Even in Aramaic, it's not a regular word. Yesh Magiyin Vechafaru. That it's a mistake, it should be read Vachafaru, which means the same as the, what the Targum Yenison says over here, that uh, the Taich of Karisi is Chafaris.
But then he says, V'im hu v'chafasu, if this is the right gerse, yachal liyez shu maloshon chafus b'davar hatomon. It means that there's something that was covered. And here in the Pasuk where it says, V'yichru sham avde yitzchak be'er, that they dug the wells, it means that they uncovered the water that was covered in the well. So in that case, V'yichru, and when it says over here, karisi doesn't exactly mean the same thing. And the Targum Yenison is specifically being medayik here, chafaris, that it obviously doesn't mean to uncover something, but it means that Yaakov dog the caver for himself to show the chshivas of the caver. Okay, at kind of same of the Indian, you see over here to what extent the Rebbe's medayik and Arashi, and specifically over here the Makkah from the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Dafke, not the Gemara in Saita, and the other, the Yukum over here. You learn a Sikha, the Pnim of the Sikha itself is where you see already so much, the richness. You learn it with the Ha'aris, is Be'en Arech Mor. And over here, it's interesting. This is a major Indian, the Makkah of the Rashi and the Chazal. And in the Pnim of the Sikha, the Rebbe doesn't touch it at all. And it's Mavur, very Gishmak in the Ha'aris.